Good evening, beautiful ones, and welcome to Truth. It's Jan, a.k.a. the OG Brooklyn Girl. So today we're going to be talking about, oh my God, there's so much to unpack, I guess, for the past couple days or so. But um, I think the one, the couple things that stick out is the years of very little going around of a black gentleman who was at the front desk of a hotel and he got called a fucking nigger by a white lady who seemed to be going through some emotional distress as her mother died. So the video shows him just him recording the interaction and the white woman was talking about, I didn't mean to, I said I was sorry. And then um, she then goes on to say to tell her daughter, he won't let me in. So then the daughter's like, why won't you let her in? And so he says, well, she called me a fucking nigger. And he goes, well, all my family is here. So, um, you know, he's like, nope, Best Western is next door. And then the catchphrase, it is above me, came to fruition. So, one, you know, I am not even going to try and sugarcoat this. We know there are plenty of people, no matter what, you know, especially of different cultural backgrounds, ethnic backgrounds and black people that have this thing about saying the N-word. And I think it's because black people have a problem hearing it for very valid reasons. So because they know that black people have a problem hearing this word, they will say it to incite a reaction. What is going on now is what I'm noticing is a lot more black people are just being calm, recording them, and then getting these people in trouble. And see, that's just like, we know it's part of your vocabulary when you're not around a black person. We know it. Some of you even brazen enough to say it when you are around black people because you outnumber them however many to one like we get it it is part of your vernacular when you want to be pissed off or just don't like black people but i guess now they're feeling the repercussion so we all know the weaponizing of white women's tears and this is exactly what was going on here except he wasn't backing down so the catchphrase it is above me meaning like you know it is it just basically was like i'm not gonna react the way you want me to it is above me since he's filming and he has every right to that he's not gonna deal with this now it came out later that even though he is a gay man that he is also transphobic so again problematic but his problematic self which he needs to work on because again you know, we are all in this world. And by what scientists say is true, we really only got about maybe 10 years before this planet decides it doesn't, will take care of getting rid of us. So, you know, we really need to get over this bullshit. We need to have a place to live. And instead of fighting amongst each other with this shit, you know, like, can we save the planet we live on? You know? So... But it is above me is a wonderful, wonderful phrase, especially when you're in a situation that will require you to think, well, not say require, but people would think you would act a certain way or that would be, you know, like, or a certain response. Like it is above me. Like, in other words, I'm not dealing with this. You said it, you know, you said it. I don't care how many apologies you put on it. You said it. It is above me now. It is out in the world. It is out in the ether. That is all on you. And because there's so many repercussions now, you know, it's just like, 
kind of like the same thing in the sense of doing certain things, like how there are certain male managers who say now they feel uncomfortable working with women in the workplace because of the Me Too movement and Time's Up. And I'm just like, you know, if you didn't leer, if you didn't put yourself at that point where you can't feel the need to control yourself about how you may think about a person's body, form, figure, whatever, that is on you. The onus is on your behavior. If you as a manager can't figure that shit out, then maybe you shouldn't be in charge, but whatever. So it is above me, solid, solid, solid. And I'm really also glad that Twitter gathered his ass about his transphobic con comments because again you know we expect people to learn like if we're gonna give people benefit of the doubt from shit they said 10 years ago all right you know because people do change but this fool with this you know with the whole thing he said that two weeks ago so yeah i don't know if his change is gonna be faster or not but again you know again you come out your ass and say things and then when the response happens, you you get surprised. No, you should never be surprised at any response to shit that you do or things that you say. You should never be res- really, truly surprised at that. Because human beings will never act the way you expect them to react, ever. And I really wish a lot of people, when it comes to human behaviors and psychology of humans and the sociology of how we deal with each other, would realize this. We are not all going to act the same way. But I guarantee you, whatever you do will have an equal and opposite reaction. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. And then um, today on Twitter, I guess um, Ava DuVernay was doing a podcast or an interview and it came across that she didn't want to be called auntie. Now, auntie being kind of a part of black language, Ave in general, like, you know, usually it's the... I would say maybe late 30s to, you know, like early 50s black woman who doesn't have any kids. She's not married and she's just living her best life. So she doesn't have anything tying her down. She's working. She's saving her money, doing whatever. So I saw it as a term of endearment, like, oh, auntie, like how we have auntie Maxine waters out there in California. Like, you know, just as a thing of this is just a really carefree black woman who speaks her mind, lives her truth, does whatever. So because Miss DuVernay does not want to be called auntie, which she has every right not to be, again, not everything that's within a culture is accepted between anyone, and we should respect how people want to be called or how they wish to be addressed. I mean, you know, this goes without saying. So there's this big stupid argument that's going on on Twitter about... Excuse me. Well, she dresses like Mrs. Frizzle, so why wouldn't we call her auntie or the people she hangs out with? It doesn't matter who you hang out with. Respect the woman enough to not call her auntie. We are not friends of hers. Usually aunties are those you have a really good familiar relationship with, whether they are your family or someone you're really close to. But to say that to someone who you may not know personally, don't get mad if they don't like it. They don't have to. You should respect that. You should get over that hump of bullshit and not take it personally. Ava doesn't like it. That doesn't mean there aren't plenty of other black women that do. But each his own. But each to his and her own, I should say. But instead of having this knockdown, drag out, stupid Twitter argument about auntie and then 
desexualized notion. Auntie was really just a carefree black woman in late 30s to early 50s who didn't have no kids, could travel the world, do whatever the fuck she wanted to, or different aspects of whether she was the bougie auntie that, you know, you only see during holidays or the one that slips you the 20 or the one that, you know, you can go to when you need advice when you can't talk to your mom. This is what auntie was. But Ava's not in that situation. She's not... If you're not familiar, if you're not familiar to her, if you're not a close person in front of her, I doubt I would want to be reaching out and calling Miss DeVernay, Auntie Ava. It doesn't make sense. Like with Auntie Maxine, she fully accepted it because it became, she became what black women always have wanted to do to say, to speak their voice, to reclaim their time, to show that they have power without showing being angry. And she accepted it because it came from the youth who are up and coming voters, but who also see her as someone that they can look up to, you know, get that through your head. So to be upset that Ava does not want to be called that again, you know, we got bigger fish to fry. Fuck that. She don't want to be called that. She don't have to be called that. First of all, that wasn't even a thing I would even think of for her. Some people just don't. Some people give me more auntie vibes. And Miss DeVernay is not one of them. Sorry, she's not. She's not to me. And now that I know that's not something she wants to be called, I'm not going to go out my way to call her that. I don't know this woman. You know, and I think sometimes, you know, especially when we, you know, as a collective on certain social media get into this mindset... You ain't got to hive mind shit and you got to take shit personally. If she don't want to be called that, she doesn't have to be. End of story, period, end of sentence. Move the fuck on. Like, you can find another train of thought to ride on, okay? Anyway, beautiful ones, that's all I got to say today. Hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed evening and I'll talk to you soon.